Alexis is questioning our friendship because I said Nickelback and Rascal Flatts were basically the same thing. <laughs> They're not. They're not the same thing. They feel very the same. different. Look at this graph. Not his real name, Rascal Flatts. <laughs> That's the name of the band, not his name. Did you know that? <laughs> it's Gary. His name's Gary. <laughs> I hate it. I want to see if I can do the intro like you. Okay, yeah, go. Welcome to Your Mom's a Hoax, a <laughs> podcast where we talk about all things strange and weird and spooky and creepy and whatever. Unexpected. <laughs> yeah, I ran out of, like, words. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Successfully completed my first week on my new job. Yay. Very yep. proud of you. My first meeting on Monday is at 6.45 a.m. F that. Why? Because I work in construction now. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> um, so that's Like fun. marketing construction? Yeah, I mean, I work for a subcontractor that... that I'm not going to get into too many specifics because I don't want to triangulate myself here. No, fair. Um, but yeah, yeah, I work for a subcontractor that works for general contractor... That works with general contractors and architects. Nice. But yeah, we are attached to our warehouse. It's neat. Nice. Yep. It is neat. I went from a big old Fortune 500 company to a small little business in, in construction. More cash, though. Yes. Sometimes it'd be like that. That is true. Less responsibility, more money. I, it is more responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, this is hard work. It is more responsibility. I'm okay, except for the fact that I woke up and, like, the very tip of my pointer finger hurts when you, like, smush it. I uh, don't know what that's about. Don't smush it. Yeah, but I have to. No, I get that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, <laughs> you gotta check to see if it still hurts. Yeah, it doesn't hurt so bad that, like, if I smush it, I'm gonna die. So, like, I'm just gonna I'd hope not. That'd be excessive. Do you think you have a splinter? No. I thought maybe, like, a dog hair got up in there because, like, for those of you that don't know, dogs that shed sometimes, like, those hairs are razor sharp. And if hit at the right angle, they will embed into your skin. I've pulled them out of, like, my feet before. I'm sorry, what? It depends on the dog. Like, you don't have a dog. He's got fluffy, like, long hair. But, like, short-haired dogs, it's, like, razor fucking sharp. You're like, if, <laughs> if stepped on in the right direction or whatever, like, at the right angle, it will impale you and it will fucking hurt until you realize that there's a dog hair on the bottom of your foot that doesn't come off. So you're telling me. And then me you have to peel it out. That not only is Heidi a tiny tornado, but she also yes. has razor sharp hair. Yes, it it fucking kills me. I'm sorry, that is the most ludicrous thing I've ever heard in my life. I dead ass one time was like walking around for like three hours and I was like, why does it hurt to walk? Like there's nothing on my foot I don't understand. Finally sat down in the bathroom and looked, examined the bottom of my foot, swiped all the like dirt and shit off of it. Sorry, I have dirty ass floors because I have dogs. If you have dogs, you understand. I'm not fucking vacuuming them all day long. I'm just not. Anyways, fucking inspected my foot and I was like, weird that that dog hair didn't come off whenever I like you know, cleaned my foot off or whatever, and so then I, like, had to pull it out with tweezers. That is the most ludicrous thing I've ever heard. It fucking happened. I believe you. I'm not saying I don't believe you. <laughs> what I'm saying is that it sounds wrong. It sounds I, ludicrous. I understand. <laughs> it is true. I think the, like, under the information you're giving me sounds wrong. <laughs> it's not. 
I mean, gee, it, I, I thought Thorin is a dropping of another dog every week was bad enough. Oh, no. Can you tell me there are dogs that are basically porcupines? Cool. Yeah. I am telling you that. <laughs> we gave her a bath yesterday, and, like, she just sheds so bad after a bath. Like, she sheds bad in general, but, like, post-bath... I guess it, like, breaks up all of, like, the hairs that were just, like, barely hanging on or something, and yeah. they, like, all come out. It is ridiculous. Ridiculous. She bumped up against me, barely even touched me. My whole pant leg. Dog well, hair. So you gotta get that, uh, that, like, brush that, like, gets, like, all those little, like, for short hair dogs, it gets all, like, the under stuff out? I've got, like, this rubber one. It's, like, a rubber, they look kind of spiky, but she doesn't ever complain about it when I brush her with it, because I'm not, like, digging it into her skin, but it's rubber, and if you do it when they're still kind of, like, damp-ish, it just, like, sticks to it, like, sticks to that brush or whatever, and I just, like, brush her until it all comes out, and even then, it doesn't all come out. Well, yeah. We get, we get Thor, um, I gotta take him to the vet, but we, we, we don't get him shaved, because he is not a dog that can be shaved. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do get but him. you get him to, like, undercoat stuff or whatever, right? We get him trimmed. He gets a little oh. haircut. Oh. <laughs> he just gets a full body, a little haircut. It's cute. We've been talking about having to take Moose to the vet. They need checkups in their shots. It's time. But also, like, you have to get... And I don't know if it's maybe, like, more for pit bulls or whatever. Ashley is the only reason I even know about this. Because she used to have to do it with her dog, but, like, you have to get their butthole glands, like... Oh, yeah. Touched. Like, yeah, yeah you gotta know. get them, like, uh, um, expressed. So, my brother's beagle, um, mm-hmm. he has to have his anal glands, like, expressed, like, yeah. on a regular basis, because he gets stinky, and then you get booty juice. It's gross. I don't know about booty juice, but well, enough talking about dog buttholes, I guess. Uh, good morning. Romantic. Happy Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you're loving us uh, on your car ride talking about buttholes for dogs. You're welcome. <laughs> um, I guess you want to get into it? I just remembered that I have a story to tell you before we get into this. Okay, lay it on me. What's up? So I went to the mall with my bean and my mom, and I had bought a lot of things from one store. There were too many bags. What store? Uh, it's called Verona. It's in the Northeast Mall. Um... And I got a lot of cute stuff. I'm pretty excited about it. But I had too many bags. So I told my mom, because we are going to keep shopping. I told my mom, um, hey, I'm going to go put these bags uh, in the car. Because there are too many of them and I don't want them anymore. (laughs) So I go out. And mind you, I am quite literally, like, I've got my hair up in a bum. I came from Mm -hmm. swim lessons. So, Uh like, bare-faced, I'm wearing a cropped sweatshirt, some tie-dye sweatpants, and flip-flops. It's a look, yeah, for sure. It is a look. really seal the deal. Yeah, Yeah. no, yeah. So, I sprint out to my car, put the bags in there, I'm walking back Uh in, and this guy, Uh I see him out of the corner of my eye, and I see him beeline towards me, and I'm like, okay. Uh, So, immediately I'm like, am I gonna have to, like, I can't run in flip-flops, so this is, this is gonna have to be fight. (laughs) Unfortunately, fight (laughs) might not be enough. I will be beating this man. (laughs) It's like, great, Okay word flight's not an option what's up (laughs) you know so he comes up to me beelines towards me and he looks at me and he goes can i ask you a question i said what's up and he's got an unlit unlit cigarette in his mouth i'm like what's up he's like do you like my shirt 
And he, like, takes his jacket off and shows me the back of his shirt. And it's, like, what? I don't know what the shirt was, but it was, like, a Y with a bunch of butterflies on it. And I was, like, yeah, I dig butterflies. That's, that's a cool shirt. Great. And then he goes, by any chance are you single? I said, no, I'm not. I'm married. And then he goes, oh, what's married life like? I was, like, it's pretty cool. <laughs> We're not at a bar. I was, like, I... What are we doing? personally very much enjoy it um it's a good time yeah for sure we love each other very much we have a we have a child she's great um it's wonderful you know loki lay in the line work of like i have at least two people in my life that will know if you murder me yep <laughs> you know yes just pro tip uh if ever uh make yourself as relatable and as human as possible so it's like yep got a two-year-old she's pretty cute yep. love her married life's great yep loving it uh-huh. <clears throat> right so he's like that's beautiful you know i thought about marriage I, i'm thinking about marriage i want to get i want to get married but me and my ex just broke up i was like that's tough man like i don't know what to tell you, but married life is great i, I love it my, my my husband's wonderful he's fantastic um so then he starts talking about because he's got the unlit cigarette in my mouth and he's like yeah i just i actually just quit quit, uh, quit vaping um and I'm, I'm switching to cigarettes because those are better for you and i was like that's fine that's wrong fact <laughs> my mom has been telling me that too that like they say that vaping is worse than cigarettes uh so okay a tangent um because he was like it's it's more natural i was like first off it's not natural none of it's natural. let's just no. let's just get like neither are good for you but i did watch a whole documentary and basically like the premise in england is like vaping is bad but it is better than literally smoking carcinogens and getting cancer um neither are good for you but basically the idea in england is like they promote it simply because um ideally you should be taking in a clean breath of air but if you can't take a clean breath of air then like vaping is better than whatever um but i was either way i was like so that's not true both are whatever but i'm not gonna tell this guy that i don't know this guy this guy is kind of trying to get a yeah a whole conversation with him no and then he goes well you know he was like you know yeah keeps on going he's like you know and i just you're you're a great woman um and i appreciate you for that and i'm like and mind you the entire time this man is still basically turned back towards me still showing the back of his shirt talking to me like go what is happening and i was like cool (laughs) I'm gonna go. It was... Um, the that's when you fake a phone call. What are you... I didn't have my phone. Oh. My phone was inside with the baby because she was watching fucking cars again. No, you fucking pretend you have a headphone in her. Oh, no, you had your hair up. Fuck! I was like, I... Cool. Oh, I think I hear my mom calling. I must go. Dinner must be ready. And you run away. I was like, thanks. And just like... Have a good one. But I was like, nah, see, I don't offer up any option to have more conversation. This man at, like, (laughs) Walmart. interaction. I don't know. This man at Walmart, I was, because, like, all the Walmarts here, I guess people be stealing shit. So, like, things like phone chargers and stuff are locked inside a case. It makes me fucking crazy. Um, So, anyways, like, I have to ask the guy at Walmart, hey, can you unlock this so I can have this phone charger or whatever? I think it was a pop socket, maybe. I'd gotten a new phone. And he opens it for me and, like, gives me the pop socket and everything is well. And then he goes, so are you in college? And I was like, uh, no, I graduated last year. Have a good day. And I, le- I walked away. I was, like, on the phone my mom. I was like, was he trying to hit on you, like, by asking if you were in college? I was like, I don't know and I do not care. 
I, I, <laughs> I was like, yep, graduated like two years ago. I'm leaving. Bye. Like, I, no. Well, uh, I guess we should get into it. Yeah, We've probably. Been for like 30 minutes. <laughs> you guys just get a little longer of us like talking. You get a little insight You're to our welcome. lives. <laughs> for what? Um, that's worth. Yeah, because it's about to get All real right. fucking heavy in here. <laughs> yeah, you want to flip the coin? Yeah. Oh, I have it. Yeah, you flipping have it. it now. You call have a it holder of the coin now. Call it tails. Heads. Word. I wonder if it's something like. I mean, mine's an app, not an actual coin. But I feel like when you flip it, you get to go first more often. When I've been flipping it, I've been going first. Yeah, I feel like that's true. I'm like, that doesn't make... How does that happen? I don't know. All right, guys. Um, buckle up, because today is going to be sad. I kind of thought that there was maybe more to this mystery than there was. Um, that's my bad. But it was a little bit too late to, like, switch to a different topic. So this is what you're getting today. We're talking about the possible 169th victim of the Oklahoma City bombing. Woof. Woof. <laughs> woof, 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 woof. Um... I'm going to preface this real quick um, and remind everybody that this is a comedy podcast and this topic is really, really sad. Um, so respectfully, it, I may find areas to have levity because this topic makes me sad. It is very sad. I do have moments of levity because the guy that did it was an actual idiot. Yes. So we're going to roast him because he sucks. Yeah, he does. He's like, we, okay. Ever. I just want to be clear, like, we're never going to make fun of victims. We believe victims on this podcast. Like, we're not here to make jokes about the fact that, like, this bombing happened, this, like, terroristic attack. However, I am going to roast this guy for getting pulled over for, like, having a headlight out an hour and a half after he did the bombing. I am going to let him have it. A nonce. And, you know, as Jillian and Patrick say, say, uh, stay stay stupid. Stay stupid. Forever. (sighs) But... You're an idiot. <laughs> you're an idiot. You're so dumb. Disrespectfully, you're stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I mean this with all of the disrespect. Yeah. I hate you. Actually, <laughs> like, disgusting. And you're the worst. Yeah. So we try to keep it to dragging Nazis and um, stupid, stupid criminals. Yes. Hold on. I can't find my notes. And I knew I was going to have this problem. Dog. Because I'm not really sure where they save to. Give me a second. Insert elevator music here. Well, normally I put them in the same spot, but then this time, I don't know, I was losing my mind, and I just opened them, and I don't know where they are now. Excuse me while I jam to the elevator music. Okay. We are there. So, trigger warning Mm -hmm. um just right at the top for this episode and most things that we talk about like uh, normally it's pretty heavy over here but this one is especially heavy and i'm gonna even leave out details that i think are just too much so yes here we go it's also gonna be a little bit shorter today like i said i um thought there was maybe more to this mystery than there was and it's just kind of like and we don't know the end yeah (laughs) so um, um also shout out to the oklahoma city bombing um memorial it's really beautiful if you have the ability been. and the time you should go check that out because it is really hard ty really wants to go like we live in oklahoma city i don't know if that's too much information but i feel like i can say that 
I mean, I'd podcast. say that I live in Fort Worth, so. Okay, I'm like, how much information am I allowed to put out here? Anyways, I live in Oklahoma City, and we have not gone yet. We just haven't, I don't know, found the time, I guess, to go. But it is something that we both really would like to go see, because I've heard, like, really great things just about the memorial in general and, it like, that sort of thing. very impactful. Very meaningful. Yeah, oh, I'm sure. I cry every time I go, um, and I've been a yeah. couple of times. Um because it's just, like, really well done, really beautiful, like, very impactful. I've been to the uh, World Trade Center bombing memorial in New York, mm-hmm. and that is very, like, powerful just to, like, stand there even in that spot. Like, before you even get inside, like, because they've yeah. got the big, um, like, where the towers were, they've got these big fountains, like, big square fountains yeah. that were, like, the size of the buildings. And then I think the names are maybe on the outside of, like, the granite or whatever. So just to stand there and, like, see all the names, like, all of that granite's filled with a name, like, just to have, like... Yeah. I don't know. Before you even get into the museum, you, like, have a moment of, like, like, fuck. Yeah. I don't know. You... Because it's not something that, like... Yes, it is something that we lived through, but I don't... I think I remember my babysitter watching it. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if it was that day or if that was later on, like, like an anniversary or a anniversary or something, Mm -hmm. like... I don't know. So it's just something that, like, to stand there and really, like, feel it. I get what you're saying about, like, the Oklahoma City bombing. Like, it's just, I don't know. To pay respect to people that, like... Yeah. Yeah. Went through something horrific. Yeah. Absolutely. Um... So let's get into this. I feel like I'm stalling because I don't want to talk about it. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) So... On April 19th, 1995, a Ryder rental truck was parked outside of the federal building, or of a federal building, sorry, in downtown Oklahoma City, and just after 9 a.m., the Alfred P., I think it's Murray, Murray, M-U-R-R-A-H. I'm going to pronounce that the best I can. Mm-hmm. Anyways, this federal building um, became the site of one of the worst terrorist attacks, like, in U.S. history up to that point. Mm-hmm. And like I said, trigger warning, it's going to be bad. Inside the rental truck was an absolute shit ton of explosives, specifically two tons of ammonium nitrate fertilizer and fuel oil. And a ton, for those of you wondering at home, is uh, 2,204.62 pounds. Oh my god. So roughly 4,400 pounds of explosives. God. That's a lot. That's, yeah. Like that, you... That's a lot as a weapon of mass destruction, to say the very least. Um, Also, I'm sorry if I sound kind of nasally. I'm still getting over whatever that gunk was a couple weeks ago. It just, like, will not, the snot won't come out of me. (laughs) As gross as that is, I'm sharing it with all of you because we're friends. (laughs) Anyways, um, the north wall of the building was, like, absolutely demolished. And Mm. roughly 300 of the surrounding buildings were either damaged or demolished. Which says a lot. Like, that just, like... To demolish up to 300 buildings around it, not demolish, but, like, damage or demolish, like, good lord. And the death toll was totaled at 168, possibly 169, but we'll get there momentarily. And like I said, this is the one detail that I'm going to leave out because Brenna is a mom and it is very sad and you can Google it if you don't already know what I'm referring to. So... I don't know. Is it disrespectful to skip over that, like, fact? No, I think we can say it. It's an unfortunate fact, but I, I think it can... I mean, I think it's important to remember so, like, the scope of the unfortunate. Yeah. One of the... This detail is, like, 19 of the victims were children. Yeah. Because there was, like, a daycare center in the building on that side. Yep. My ex-boyfriend, his dad, I think... Was that who that was? Or was it Emily's dad? No, I think it was my ex-boyfriend's dad um 
he like I guess was in the army or something at the time and they were like called in to help mm-hmm. after the Oklahoma City bombing and he was like it was just like like he doesn't talk about it like it was just like horrific like yeah I don't blame him I mean that no I don't like... blame me either I mean I didn't really care for this ex's dad but I don't wish that on anybody like having to I mean, because somebody has to clean it up. Like, you don't think about that with crime scenes and stuff. Like, even, like, to scale it back a little bit to just, like, one murder. Not that that's any better. But, like, somebody has to come in and clean that up. Yeah. Like, I am not... The people that do that, that work behind the scenes, that don't get any praise for cleaning up things like terrorist attacks and, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, murder scenes, props to you. You are a special, special person that deserves to only go to heaven and have whatever you want to eat for the rest of your life. Yeah. Like, you are doing the Lord's work. Anyways, the FBI starts investigating immediately. Yeah. For obvious reasons. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a terrorist attack. Yeah. (laughs) They're like, oh, shit. Um, So, on April 20th, a piece of the rental truck is, like, pulled from the the wreckage. Mm -hmm. And wouldn't you know it, it's got this super cute little VIN number on it. Perfect. We love that. I love that. I love it when, like, like the whole car is destroyed, but we still have the VIN number. Yes. Love it. Fuck you, Timothy McVeigh. Literally. Actually eat shit. Literally hate that guy. Hate that guy with the fire of a thousand suns. Like, I don't, I will never understand, like, what kind of absolute shit stain of a human being you have to be to do like, that. And when you see, like, okay, I understand, I don't understand a terroristic attack. Let's make that very clear. I don't know how you could get from point A to point B. I understand standing up for something that you believe in. Yeah. But I have seen time and time again people stand up in Congress and make their, like, speeches and make, have legislation passed. Like, people busting their asses to really make changes and be heard via social media, via, you know, the news, via fucking taking their asses to a lawyer in Congress and doing it them damn selves. Like, you don't have to blow up a building to ha- get your point across. Yeah. You just don't. If the stand you're taking requires murdering countless people <laughs> and 19 children... You should ask yourself if that stand is worth it. Like, you gotta look within. And these guys were so right-winged, they didn't even know what, like, left was. And I'm not saying that, like, there's a line. Like, you can take everything to the extreme. You can be Republican, you can be Democrat, I don't give a fuck what you are. But, like, when you take it to the point that you are blowing up buildings and killing people, that's a problem. Yeah. Like, and I don't agree with what you stand for, because that's not acceptable. Yeah, like, now at this point, like, no matter what reason you did it. I'm not listening. Like, I'm not listening. You... You could have done it to save blind children from a burning building. To get by attention, you blew up another building. Yep. I'm not listening. Yeah, it, do- like, it doesn't matter what you're... You are- should not have done that. Yeah, and, you know, at the end of the day, like, you will only go down in history as somebody who harmed people. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm never gonna know you. I, like, I, to be honest, like, off the top of my head... I couldn't even tell you exactly what he's making a stand for. What I could tell you is that he is an absolute, just horrendous human being. Yeah. That, like, deserves to rot for the rest of his life. Like an actual shit stain, like you said. Yeah. So the VIN number is traced back to, uh, like, a junction, jun- that is, Junction City, Kansas. You can't say Junction, t- I can't yeah. say it at all! <laughs> You can't 
can't say Junction City, Kansas without sounding hammered, apparently. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> so it's traced back to a Junction City, Kansas body shop um, where people are very quickly pointing the finger at, like, Timothy McVeigh. They're like, yeah. that guy rented a van. Yeah. <laughs> also that guy because did it. They were probably like, that guy, super off, didn't like him, uh, very shady. It was him. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't like him one fucking bit. He was gross. Um, Hated him. So this absolute fucking idiot, like, I just, dunce, this absolute stupid man. (sighs) Let me back up just a second. I got, like, two sentences ahead of myself because I got excited to, like, roast him. So anyways, they're like, Timothy McVeigh, he rented a van, like, a couple days ago. And it's a rental van that blew up. So it's like, ah, connect the fucking dots very Weird. easily. This is like a six-piece puzzle we're putting together. I like, wonder who did simple. it. simple. So uh, from here, it's pretty much open and shut because his ass was already in jail on April 21st when the police came looking for him. Ah, oh, that's convenient. You convenient. Not. Two days after the bombing, he's already in jail because this absolute fucking stupid stitch shit stain, whatever, was pulled over and arrested because his license plate was missing and he was carrying an unlawful weapon. Idiot. He was 80 miles, 80 miles outside of Oklahoma City. He got arrested the same day as the bombing. It was 90 minutes after the bombing. Stay stupid. How fucking stupid are you? Stay stupid and I hate you. Like you just blew up a federal building and then you thought you could drive away without a fucking license plate? Are you for real? And you're not- Are you for real? You're genuinely not smart enough to like- Cross all your T's and dot your I's. Like, you think you're smart enough to, like, blow up a federal building, but you're too... uh, Hello? You didn't even think through your escape plan. You were like, yeah. You didn't even think you were 90 minutes after the event. Like, God. You idiot. So stupid. And you know what? Like they say on True Crime Obsessed, fucking stay stupid. Yeah, stay stupid. I'm glad you're dumb. I hope they get pulled over for fucking minor infractions for the rest of forever. Yeah. Same. God dang it like what like ah! and that to me like says that he wanted maybe wanted to get caught like you can't be that well, stupid he was overconfident yeah and he wanted the notoriety yeah ultimately like in his stupid little brain he thought what he did had some merit mm-hmm. and he was overconfident about the whole thing yeah thought he'd be a martyr or something yeah no you're an idiot and a murderer and a terrorist. And disgusting. And I hate you. And a shit stayed. Yeah. I like that insult. So, yeah, they show up to the jail. They're like, this guy was already arrested because he's stupid. But we didn't know that he blew up the federal building. Um, so the FBI shows up. They find chemicals that were used in the explosion on his clothing. And an mm-hmm. actual shopping list on the back of a business card that said TNT at $5 a stick, comma, need more. This man... Is going to prison. Yeah. <laughs> like, he is a drain on society. It, he, he's going to prison. Like, and, like, he gets sentenced. We'll get there in a minute. But he gets sentenced to, like, death row. And normally those take, like, forever to, like, go through. Because, like, there's appeals and stuff that people can make. People are normally, like, claiming their innocence when yeah. they're on death row. Like, there's a lot that goes into it. He's killed, like, six years later. Like, it happened so quickly. They were like, a fuck Timothy McVeigh. <laughs> like, you know, which, listen. and I stand. <laughs> I I am not the biggest fan of the death penalty as it stands. You, um, as Jillian says, you have to be 100% right 100% of the time. In this case, however, we were 100% right. Am I given sad the chair. <laughs> that a literal monster of a human being 
like Timothy McVeigh was put to death. No. No, I'm not. Am I a monster for saying that I think that he should have gone out the way that he took people's lives? My genuine hope is that... And listen, if there is a hell... And I've got my own wrestle with that. We can get into that one day, I guess. If there yeah, is a hell... Yeah, today. I hope that every day, second, month, whatever, of, of his existence in that place is living exactly what he put those people through. Mm-hmm. Every day. Like, I... Forever. I agree that it's a flawed system and that it desperately needs to be, like, rebuilt. Yes. However, people... The Jeffrey Dahmers of the world, the Bundys, the people we know me. did this. We know they did it. I think that you should get what you put out into the world. It's a like, super flawed oh, system. Oh. I don't know if I would say I agree with it, but again, like, I'm never gonna say that I'm sad that Timothy, Timothy McVeigh was died. put to death. I'm not. Yep. I'm we not were watching, to you. We've been watching Game of Thrones, and if you haven't seen Game of Thrones, we're late to that party, I know, but girl, you gotta get on it. I can't. It has me. You can't because you don't have HBO? No, I can't because there's too much rape and incest. Oh, yeah, but if you can <laughs> look past that. Gives me the ick. I don't want It to. does give you the ick. Me and Ty, but I think it's better when you're, wa- I don't know, me and Ty watch it together and we always just yell about how icky it is. We're like, stop fucking your sister. Stop it. <laughs> can't, can't get there. But it's not all rape and incest. Well, I know it's not all that, but you know, even a little bit of that is a little too much for me. No, but I know like when they die, like these two people. <clears throat> they've been alive the whole time and like so many people have died that like didn't deserve it i'm like when we get to the end and somebody cuts your fucking head off do you know how good that's gonna feel yeah. you know how good it's gonna feel when you die <laughs> yeah <laughs> i yeah no to me also i'm not sad that he's dead i i'm not sad that he's dead either also if you've seen game of thrones i watched the saddest death it was hodor's i'm sorry <laughs> you have to watch it it is so I'm... I'm going to level with you. I'm not going to watch it. Okay. <laughs> it is so sad. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's so good. You have to watch it. There are dragons. Yeah. I do like the dragons. <laughs> I also appreciate that you're trying to talk about Game of Thrones so we don't have to talk about this. I am. <laughs> but the dragons. Anyways, Khaleesi. It's like, listen, I know that you don't want to watch it for the rape and the incest. I get it. However, there's one girl in there that, like, you you root for her the entire show. She's, like, ending slavery. She doesn't want people to get raped. She is fucking killing people that do bad things to is people. And she has dragons! It's Daenerys, yes. isn't it? Yes. Yeah. And I would. Ty, she gave a speech in an episode, and Ty was like, fuck it, I'll fight for you right now! <laughs> It was like I give my life to Daenerys Stormborn. Like it, it was like give me a dragon, bitch. I'm fighting somebody. Fair. Anyways, I am really stalling because this is just horrible. It's really heavy. It's really heavy. And yeah. again, like we're not trying to make light of this situation. It's just really difficult to talk about. Yeah. So me and Wyle in Kansas, um, Terry Nichols is just absolutely shitting his pants because his stupid-ass plan with Timothy McVeigh isn't working out. And he surrenders the same day that McVeigh is arrested. Good. Yeah. He's like, oh, oh, they caught him in 90 minutes? (laughs) Yeah. Because you're all dumb. Fuck Fuck you, stupid. Every last one of you. Um, So Nichols had helped McVeigh, like, build the bomb, and they had really strong opinions about the events that had taken place um, in Waco two years prior. 
And both of them, like I said, were ex-military who swung so far to the right that the left no longer existed. Yep. And, like, Waco, uh, I don't really know a whole, whole lot about it. I know it was, um, like, the Branch Davidian compound mm-hmm. that was, like, raided, I guess. Yeah. Not, or they tried to raid it, and then the Branch Davidians were like, we're not coming out, and it was, like, a shootout or something, maybe, and, like, yeah. some people died. Um, not a good thing. I'm not saying that that's how that should have gone. But I'm pretty sure it was, like, a cult. Like, I... I don't know all the details. Um, I don't either. Yeah, but I don't it was, know enough to... It was things like Waco and Ruby Ridge and one Bill Clinton being elected into office that just really sent them over the edge. And I have my own opinions about Bill Clinton for obvious reasons. <laughs> I, like, okay. I, like, there are a lot of things that have happened that I don't agree with. There have been presidents that have been elected that I was not psyched about. Yeah. And never once did any of those things push me to the point where I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to murder a bunch of people. I'm going to commit a terrorist yeah. attack. Uh, and like, yeah, that's what, that's what I'm like. There have been so many things that I don't agree with that have happened. Mm-hmm. In, in Never once. Yeah. Like, I, and never once have I been like, ah, the only answer, Mass terrorism. Murder. Yeah. <laughs> Hello? How do you get um, that? Because something is wrong with them. Like, uh, there's, like, a piece missing in their brain. Like, I just, how do you get so far to one side where you, like, stop seeing human beings as human beings? Yeah, at what point when making the bomb? Like, I, I, it just, I think about people, I think about, like, is my music turned up too loud in the apartment complex that I'm driving into and it's disturbing people? Is it too late in the evening for it to be this loud? Like, I never want, I would never get to the point where I'm like, yeah, fuck him. Like, uh, Like, how do you get there? Literally. It doesn't. And, like, you can't claim, like, uh, yes, like, everybody always says, like, for somebody to do something like that, they have to be crazy. I agree, but, like, not criminal, criminally insane. Because, no. like, they knew what they were doing. No, you, you had the wherewithal. You knew exactly what you were doing. You planned it out. Like, you knew that it was going to cause, like, like you did know better. Yeah, something's definitely wrong with you, but you're not criminally insane. Yes. Anyways, they chose the Murray building because... I think I'm only saying Murray because that's, like, your brother's... <laughs> fiance's name and i'm like that's the only way to pronounce this word that doesn't look anything like her name (laughs) um maybe murray but there's not a y at it i don't know dude anyways uh, they chose this building because it housed um the agency that initially started the investigation into the branch davidian compound in waco Mm -hmm. um which eventually led to the events that happened in 1993 and the bombing actually took place um on the two-year anniversary of waco jeez so it was cl- like that was yeah, the straw that kind of broke the camel's back for them, I guess. Yeah. Um, but they're back in the wrong horse because I'm pretty sure that the dudes in Waco weren't good dudes. Like not saying that like the government was in the right to like raid them and go about it the way they did. Yeah, but the whole situation was not good on on any part. And I think that there's like I could understand, like, not being okay with it and it not sitting right with you and you wanting to make a stand about it, but, like, there are ways to do that and be effective. This is not one of them. Yeah, and not murder people and children. Like, you can peacefully protest and say, like, we don't agree with the way our government handled this situation. Oh, yeah. Like, sit on the Capitol steps with all of your little friends. Uh, you can- I don't cause, care what you stand out there all morning. I don't care. Cause a ruckus. Like, 
cause a ruckus, get you a megaphone and scream it from the rooftops, but don't but fucking don't... commit acts of terrorism. Yeah, don't do this. God. You know, and, like, I'm not saying that, like, a protest would be, like, any less... Like, a protest would be annoying, but annoying is significantly better. That is the point of a protest, though. It is to get your attention. It is to make yourself be known. I think it's great that we have the right to peacefully protest. I think you should get the permits that you're supposed to have. I think you should follow the rules. I don't think you should fight people when you're doing a protest. However, if somebody's swinging on you and they're racist, I can understand swinging back. Yeah. But I'm just, like, there are just ways to do it, and this is not it. Like, start a hashtag, like... Literally anything that's not an act of terrorism. There's so many different options. I will take anything. Like, <laughs> that's not true. I won't take anything. There's a lot of things that I don't want, okay, yes. when making your stand. But the top of the list is acts of terrorism, I think. Yes. But, like, murder in general. Yeah, no, don't, don't. do that either. Blackmail, no. Yeah, don't. Keep Extortion, it legal, people. Stop it. Just Anyways. Just, just keep it legal. Yeah. Anyways, um, so McVeigh's stupid ass was convicted on 11 counts of murder, which... Excuse me? Hello, that doesn't cover everybody. That is incorrect. Um, 11 counts of murder, conspiracy, and using a weapon of mass destruction. And he was the first person to be executed for a federal crime since 1963, and he was executed in 2001. Good. 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 Not shedding any tears over here. (laughs) And I feel nothing. Like, sorry, just not. This next one, okay, so Nichols, bitch ass, he was sentenced to eight counts of, uh, or he was found guilty of eight counts of involuntary manslaughter. Wrong. Which I think is super disrespectful. Wrong. Uh, nothing about it was involuntary. Yeah. He, he actually committed murder. Yeah, like, no, I he... would put that in first degree murder because it was premeditated. Absolutely, yeah. No, I actually, like, both of, as far as the murder goes, both of those are wrong. I'm sorry. Involuntary manslaughter. Then that's what I'm saying. Like possibly 169. We don't know. But in the very least, like, like involuntary manslaughter is when like, I don't know, you're in a car wreck. Yeah. And you kill somebody on accident. Like that's involuntary manslaughter. He didn't do that. He built a bomb. A two-ton bomb. That's that's pretty voluntary. Pretty premeditated too. I think it shows intent. Does yeah. it not? Absolutely. Just because you didn't park the car, like, you were still actively a part of that. Like, that's bullshit. You did nothing to stop it. And there's another person. I didn't put them in my notes, but there was another couple. Um, the wife of the couple ended up getting immunity because she, like, turned on everybody. But they didn't help build the bomb or anything. But, like, they knew it was going to happen and didn't do anything to stop it. So they also got jail time. She didn't because, like I said, she got immunity for, like, telling, basically. And um, the husband did get some jail time for, like, knowing and not doing anything about it. Which, good. Fuck you. Yeah. Like, you should get jail time for knowing it was going to happen and not doing anything about it. Because in the very least, like, here's what I think, okay? Even small scale, I called 911 all the time. Okay, because I'm reporting people that I'm like, you might be look, you might be a drunk driver. The worst that is going to happen if that person gets pulled over is like, oh, it's a misunderstanding. Oh, maybe they were texting or they're a drunk driver and I just saved somebody's life. Like, yep. If even if you think like, oh, my friend's just kidding. They're not really going to blow up a federal building. Who the fuck would do that? Like you still say something. Yeah. Listen, I'm going to level with you. Um. You're my best friend. We agree on a lot of things. If yeah. ever there was a point where, like, there was something that I was think just she's really a bomb. getting you, and you were like, I am going to build a bomb, and 
blow up whatever this and i'm and i'm I'm gonna do this we're not friends anymore i love you um but i am calling the police (laughs) i can love you from prison my mom told me one time she was like if you ever do something horrible don't come to my fucking house i'll love you from jail yeah like you uh, you're going to jail i'm calling the cops don't come running to me i ain't here to protect you i was like i am never gonna do something that would require protection from the police yeah and you know at that point like if it's not true we might not be friends but i don't tell me things like that i don't know i don't know what to tell Uh, i'm calling the police yeah if i ever yes if i'm ever so extremist that i you think i might do something horrible like a terrorist attack i give you i approve of you not being my friend anymore yeah and i i have i have done that before i if i'm a horrible human being when i was in my freshman year i was dating a guy um and he was not in the best headspace all the time um and he had gotten sent home for something and he texted me and said um i'm coming back and i'm bringing a gun (gasps) i was 15 so immediately i was like well i'm going to the principal and the police were absolutely called um he got moved to a completely different school and it was a big to do we were no longer (laughs) But, no. but I, like, I don't know if you're serious or not. Um, well, even smaller scale, like, I had a friend when I was in, like, junior high, freshman in high school or whatever, and she was just talking very negatively about herself, wanting to harm herself, like, very not good things. So I called her mom. Yeah. Like, I was like, she can be mad at me for calling her mom. At least she's alive to be mad at me. Yeah. The relationship can like, be damaged, but you didn't murder people. So I'm, I'm good. Right. Or I didn't let something horrible happen to my friend because I was too scared to tell an adult about it. Like she yep. got therapy after that. She started like her mom was like, I didn't even know. Like, thank you for telling me. Like I just even small scale. If you know something, say something about it. Cause you can help someone. Yeah. Big scale. Your friend's planning a terrorist, terroristic attack on a federal building. Fucking open your mouth. Literally. <laughs> Like, uh, if you're on the fence about, like, ah, oh, should I report this? Yes. The answer is and, yes. Frank, you can leave an anonymous tip. An anonymous tip! You can leave an anonymous tip. That is an Literally, option. I think you can text in your tips. <laughs> like, anyways, this is where the mystery begins, though. Okay. Because I told you guys I had a point to talking about this horrible thing. Yes. So, um, a little over a month or so after the explosion um a leg is pulled from the rubble okay and at this point all the victims had been like identified and accounted for mm-hmm. which i think is like props to the like people pretty doing the investigation impressive, honestly do what pretty impressive that everybody up until that point had been like accounted for like yeah you know what I mean? like that's that's impressive like i don't know that that happened in 9-11 like yeah I think that a lot of people, I mean, it was just too much. And I'm not knocking anybody for not being able to do that in 9-11. Like, I yeah. understand. I'm just saying, like, to know for a fact, like, yeah. where whose leg is this? <laughs> like, yeah. and it's going to get kind of comedic just because, like, what the fuck is happening? That's why I'm laughing. Not because I think that any of this is funny. Yeah. Um, it's more of a stressed out laugh. Yes. It's <laughs> more of, like, I'm so uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. So, like I said, this leg is pulled from the rubble. Um, it's initially identified as a male leg shaven in a leather combat boot to which I ask, how are we assuming that it's a male leg when it's shaven? Like that to me would immediately say woman, not that men can't shave their legs, but typically that's a lady thing. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, I don't like male swimmers do it to be more aerodynamic in the water. No, I get that. But like, what are the odds? 
if this person was a male swim like i, I just some guys to me the automatic assumption wouldn't have been male leg well maybe it was like i would like the size and like the shape of the foot maybe a tall lady i don't know dude Anyways, so the FBI immediately has questions because, like I said, up until this point, all the victims have been identified and located. Like, we uh, don't yeah. understand. And everyone is confused, but only briefly because it is pretty quickly determined that the leg belongs to um, a Tinker Air Force Base air lady, air woman. What's okay. the correct term? Lakesha Le- Levy, I think is how you say it. Lakesha Levy. Okay. I hope I'm saying it right. I really don't mean any disrespect. Anyways, they think it belongs to her. Okay. They're like, ah, Okay. She was missing a left leg from the explosion, and oh, I guess we just were like, yeah, this leg belongs to her. So they bury her with the leg, and all is well, until it's not. Okay. Because in 1996, a year or so after the event, um, they have to exhume the body because they find her actual leg. Oh. They find the leg that, like, belongs to Lakesha, and so they have to, like, exhume her body and bury her with the correct leg. Oh. So now they've now they've got this leg, <laughs> and they're like, "It's not who we thought it was." Like, what did we? Yeah, we now fucked we got up an here. extra leg. We fucked up. This is bad, <laughs> um, and it's embarrassing. I'm sure for the government to be like, "Oh, we buried this Air Force woman." Like, and not to say that like military personnel are more important than normal people, but in the eyes of the news, I feel like it was significantly more disrespectful than if it had just been a normal person. Yeah. I mean, I also, like, I I do also understand, like, where their, like, line of thinking came from. Yeah, but it's 95. Like, we've got enough DNA technology to know. Yeah, I guess yeah. that's true. You, I don't know. I don't know what, I don't, I don't know what all DNA testing encompassed in the 90s. I'm going to be honest with you. Like, now yeah, I definitely I think we could probably tell. Yeah, for sure. So anyways, like I said, we've been confused ever since. The leg was also embalmed because it was buried with Lakesha. Um, so there's not really any DNA evidence now that can help identify it. However, in 2015, a Washington Post article revealed that the chief medical examiner at the time in like Oklahoma in 1995, I guess had taken a DNA sample and just like didn't tell the FBI about it. Oh, shit. Well, it's like, I'm glad he did that, but why didn't he tell anybody? Anybody. Yeah, I don't know. And so, um, and they, I don't know, had the DNA tested. The results are confidential. Um, and the FBI didn't even know the sample existed until this article was being written. And somebody like called for a comment about it. And they were Uh, like, the what? The come uh, again? Excuse me? Um, so as far as I could tell, like in my research, the FBI was going to get with, you know, Oklahoma chief medical examiner or whatever, and kind of get the results and go from there. But like I said, the results are still confidential. We don't really know mm-hmm. anything. Um, so the question remains is like, whose leg is that? Yeah. I, I um, really hope we eventually get that answer. I don't know if we ever will. We're not going to get it today on this podcast. Uh, so there were no other victims in the area and everyone was accounted for. So like, what is what is happening? Whose what, leg is this? Is, it, is there somebody that survived that is missing that? Right. That's what. Uh, yes. Um. So we've got. A couple of theories that are short, but they're the theories that we have. First one is that it is what it is. It's an unidentified 169th victim of the Oklahoma City bombing. Yeah, that'd be really um, Possibly a person that was experiencing homelessness at the time. Like, Oklahoma City yeah. does kind of have, like, a homeless population. I don't know what it looked like in 1995, but I know what it looks like today as I drive around it. Um, and downtown does have, like... Yeah. Several people experiencing homelessness. And if your family didn't know where you were because, like, you're in 
a situation they don't know to be looking for you. Like, yeah, that could definitely be it. Yeah. Like, they didn't report you missing or anything. Like, they just don't know what happened to you. Like, that could very easily be it. Um, And there is no record of you being down there because you were experiencing homelessness. Like, it could very easily have been somebody, just a 69th victim, which is so sad. Like, that's not great to think about. I think everybody deserves to have a name. Like, I don't think anybody should die, like, not... When people not know who you are, like, that's yeah, just it's awful. Really heartbreaking. And that theory is really that simple. We just don't know whose leg it is, and the last victim of the attack, like, is just going to be unknown forever. Mm. Or, and, like, I have such an issue with this, because it's either really sad, or it's like, I hate this person. Because the other theory is that it was a third, like, co-conspirator that Ooh. is unnamed. Hate that, um, too. So, yeah, someone that was pretty pivotal in, like, setting the bomb off, so much so that, like, he lost his life for it. Um, cause he had to be close enough to the explosion to like make it happen. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? McVeigh denied it saying that he was perfectly capable of doing this all on his own. So I guess we're just going to ignore he the fact that Nichols, would. that Nichols helped him build the bomb. Yeah. Yeah. But he yeah, would do some shit like that. You didn't do it all on his own, but he's like, show me where I needed help. And I'm like, somebody you literally need... built the bomb with you. What Psychiatric you help is what you need. I can show no you at shit. least 10 references for that. Right. But anyways, the truth is, like, we're, we're never going to know. Like, he denied it until he died. So, Rest I don't know. Pain. And Nichols doesn't seem to know anything about it. That's kind of the reason why I hate this mystery the most. Because, like, if it was an innocent victim, I, like, want everybody to know what happened to them. I want them yeah. to know that they were a person. Like, their family thinks that they're actively missing a loved one. And, like, do- they don't have any idea. Like, I want their family to know. Yeah. However, if, it, if on the flippity-flop... It is a third attacker that I feel nothing. Yeah, then fuck you. I don't fuck care about you. you. I hope I'm, you're unknown forever. I don't care about your leg. I hope you get no notoriety and no credit. <sighs> I hate this podcast that we do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just never going to know anything. Yeah. But um, that kind of brings me to the end of the Oklahoma City bombing. Yep. Uh, fuck you, Timothy McVeigh. I hope you rest in pain forever. Um, yep. And you suck. And you're stupid. And you suck. And I hate and, you. Yep. And I hope the world forgets about you. You're about to Actually, be- I hope we don't forget about you. I hope we learn from you and don't commit the same things that you did. Uh, you are about as useful as a screen door on a submarine. You are a waste mm-hmm. of skin, a waste of space, a drain on society, and uh, you suck. I hate you. I would call you a slug, but I think that'd be an insult to slugs. It would be. Slugs are mm-hmm. useful. Yep. You are... A shit stain. Yep. I hate you. Yep. Hope you're right. Anyways, what do you have today? Yeah, so it's not going to get better. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I love that. Yeah, it's not going to get better. Horrible story. Yeah. All right, so today I am bringing you um, The Killer Fog of 1952 in London. Mm. Sounds whimsical. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it sounds like bad city planning. It's weird to me that a fog just got everyone. Well, we'll get into why. I sometimes like it when it's foggy because I'm like, oh, this is what it's like to be inside of a cloud. Yes. So the problem is, so did all of London. Um, and then oh. it murked them. <laughs> Rip. <laughs> this is not good. Yep. Okay. So we're going to set the scene. December okay. 5th, 1952. Like it when we do that. All right. It is a chilly, clear morning, right? Oh, uh, it's too... Uh, listen, I thought the Great Fog debacle was, like, a long time ago. <laughs> I, 
I didn't realize it was in like the 50s. Yep. Like, 1952, baby. I was at least thinking like the 1910s, maybe. Uh uh-uh. uh. Okay. <laughs> yep. So everybody was chilling by their fireplaces. It was a real unusual kind of early cold snap, but they're vibing. Fair. Right. And so with everybody chilling by their fireplaces, um, this guy did what it did, filled up with coal and smoke and soot, right? And of course, mm-hmm. it being London, some fog rolled in, right? Nice, okay. So, as the day kind of goes by, right, there's the chimney smoke and it starts mixing with the fog that came in. And it, So it wasn't just a fog that killed everyone. No, it wasn't just like, like, it's we're not- It's like smoke inhalation. Yeah, this isn't the movie The Mist. That's what I was like, how does the fog, like, don't you just walk through it? Yeah. But, basically, like, the the fog mixed with the smoke kind of turned it this, like, sickly yellow color. Uh, um, uh-huh. Yeah. Right? And so, everybody was just going about their day. You know? Mm-hmm. They were like, heavy fog. The sky looks awfully dirty. Yeah, but this was, like, also part of, um, like, kind of the industrial era. So, like, this was kind of normal. Like, they were like, whatever. Oh, okay. Like, this is no need for alarm. Like, whatever. Fucking air quality be damned. Yeah. So, over the next five days, this fog kind of just, like, hung around. Great. Right? Because in addition to the fog and the pollution, there was a lack of wind and a high-pressure system that didn't Yikes. allow the fog to move. Yeah, just hang in. So, it just kind of continued to grow. So, in those Great. five days, it ended up nearly covering 30 square miles, and it just continued to, like, grow dense, and it got to the point where people quite literally could not see their hands in front of their faces. Yikes. Just stay inside. Why is anybody going outside? Eventually they did, but, um, so transportation came to a standstill, like, completely. Yeah, you can't see. Yeah, there was no air travel. Boat traffic on the River Thames came to a complete halt. I mean, how do you get airflow, too? Yeah, the weather's not permitting it. I mean, I, I, yeah, like, you can't yeah. you can't set up big fans, like... So, there were no trains, flights were grounded, um... Yeah. Even, like, in the middle of the day, drivers would, like, turn on their headlights and, like, try to, like, hang their heads out of their car, and, like, a whole bunch of people just, like, just gave up and abandoned their cars. Yeah, I'll find that when this fog clears. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So, like, fuck that car. There were conductors that were, like, holding flashlights and walking in front of the double decker buses to, like, try to get them down the street. Why are we still trying to do things? Right? Like, just go home. Literally. So, uh, pedestrians, like, groped their way around, like, the neighborhoods. And my least favorite thing tried not to slip on the greasy black ooze that had started covering the sidewalks. This is disgusting. Yeah. What the fuck? And people are like, no, we're not killing the planet. The planet is fine. Yeah. People actively deny fucking global warming. So, like, even the railway system was, like, completely unable to operate. You can't see! there was nothing. So, people would, like, finally find their way back home. Um, There. And they would find that there was a greasy black film that also covered any of their exposed skin. Ew. So they all looked as if they had been, like, working in a coal mine. Now, of course, weekend soccer games were canceled, (laughs) because naturally. For sure. (laughs) But 
the Oxford no, and Cambridge continued on with their annual cross-country competition. Yeah, run when you can't see. And so they had, like, they had uh, track marshals that would just shout, this way. <laughs> Over here. Yeah, they were literally just, like, yelling, like, okay, come this way. Go this way. To your left. It's fine. <laughs> Whoever won that must feel so fucking accomplished. I couldn't see a damn thing. Oh, he probably died, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> ah. So, of course, it didn't stop there. It seeped inside the buildings as well. Well, because, like, buildings weren't built great. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they didn't have the insulation to stop something like that. Yeah, so much so. First off, there's a greasy grime that's covering all exposed surfaces. Disgusting. Yeah. Hate it. Nasty. Uh, and movie theaters had to close because you literally couldn't see the screen due to all the yellow haze. Ew. That is nasty. What the fuck? So, they appropriately named this the Great Smog. Um, yeah. And, of course, this came... Smog. <laughs> the Great Smog. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, of course, this, this came with, uh, some other difficulties. So. Angus thongs and perfect smogging. <laughs> fucking hate you. <laughs> it's a niche joke. It is a niche joke. I remember that movie. <laughs> I don't know if I ever even watched that movie. I did. Like, I did. I don't remember much about it. Um, yeah. But family pets and farm animals uh, started dying. And yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Wild birds either avoided the area or just like dropped dead out of the sky. <laughs> Could you imagine? One time I got fucked up by a rooster. Like, uh, uh, me and a rooster got into it, and he kicked me in the shin, and it fucking hurt. If you've ever been, like, fucking spurred by a rooster, <laughs> it's a pain that doesn't go away for what? days. What in the country is that? <laughs> I, I was dog-sitting for um, a co-worker of mine. She's like, can you come dog-sit? She lived down the country. She had cows. She was like, the cows never come up to the fence. You shouldn't have to really deal with them or anything, which I love a cow. I want a bottle calf. For those of you that don't know what a bottle calf is, it's whatever, like, you have a baby cow, and then you, the human, bottle feed it, and then he thinks you're his mom. Um, And so then he follows me around. I want one. Anyways, she was like, you don't have to worry about the cows. They've got feed. They'll be fine for a few days. The chickens, though, if you could feed them, that would be great. And, like, let them out of their pen. And I was like, I should be able to manage that. I'm 23 years old. I'm from Texas. I can do this. Uh (laughs) So... I'm counting the chickens. I let them out of their pen. The rooster comes out first. I'm counting the chickens. And I'm like, two of them are missing. That is alarming. I don't want to be responsible for losing someone's chickens. Yeah. Fair. So it's early in the morning. I go out there. It's before eight o'clock in the morning. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm out there fucking looking for chickens. Yeah. And I see them. And like the way it is, there's like a pen outside that opens up. And then there's like the barn that opens up. And like in the back of the barn is where like the chicken coop is. And then they can get into the pen. And then I let them out of the pen. Yeah. Okay, so I get in there, and I'm like, oh, the two chickens are still in there. Let me try to, like, wake up, little birdies. Like, let me knock, knock, knock. So I'm, like, trying to wake them up or whatever. I turn around, and the rooster (laughs) is not happy that I exist. He is mad that I am yelling at his hens. He's like, like, he... Not in my town, you don't. (laughs) No, exactly. And so... The point, like, roosters can sense, like, horses can sense fear. Roosters know when you're scared of them. So, like, what you're supposed to do is, like, yell at them and, like, kick them, basically. Like, when a rooster is attacking you, you're supposed to kick the shit out of them. Um, 
And so I didn't know that. I'm out here screaming at a rooster. He fucking, like, kicks me. And they've got these, like, spurs, like, long needles on the back of their feet. Yeah, they're terrifying. And he got me in the shin through my sweatpants. I had a hole in my leg. I was bleeding. I... I kicked that rooster and I was like, what the fuck? And I'm like screaming at this rooster. It is before eight o'clock in the morning. I'm in the middle of the country. No one can hear me. And I'm like, fuck you. And I'm like running. I'm calling my mom. I'm like, I just got fucked up by a rooster. I still have a scar. And if I look at the scar, I can almost feel the pain. It is a pain that is unimaginable. Like I, I, (sighs) I, I would like to have a bunch of chickens, though, just not an asshole rooster. Ty's mom also has a rooster that is an asshole. She brings a water gun out there to spray him with. Okay. So that way she'll, he'll leave her alone. He's like... Psh, 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 psh. I repeat, uh, what in the country fuck? <laughs> That's the life that I want, though. Like, I, I want cannot the animals. Can't <laughs> like, really. My mom wants chickens so bad. Uh, my dad said no. So, Girl, with the price of eggs... Right? I'm about to be a chicken egg queen. I, oh. You uh, can have one rooster inside the city limits. <laughs> or maybe it, you can't. Maybe you can have hens and you can't have a rooster inside the city limits, but you can have hens. Well, yeah, they seem like little monsters. For sure. Right, so birds are I'm falling out of the sky. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, but what I was saying, I had a point. Because could you imagine, like, falling out of the sky and then, like, th- their claws just, like, in your skin? Or, like, their beak, like, just hitting you. That shit would hurt. Yeah. That was the point I was trying to make. Okay. It would be a pain that is unimaginable. <laughs> Birds are scary. Birds are More scary. More closely related to dinosaurs than the alligator. Oh, my God. Uh, it's because dinosaurs basically... <laughs> alligators basically are dinosaurs. So are sharks. No, the chicken is close. more closely related to the Tyrannosaurus rex no, than, I like, believe today's you. reptiles. I believe you. But alligators turn into birds. screams dinosaur to me. Fair. They just look ancient. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways, we're avoiding the topic again. Yes. <laughs> um. So, it's nasty. London's nasty right mm-hmm. now. Yeah, it's right. just, it's got, there's a, like a slide, like a film. The word film? Yeah. Ew. Nasty. Disgusting. So, naturally, the human population was next. This fog pretty much, it, it took out, it started with the people that were already like, in respiratory dis- like distress, so they they pre- they died first. Yeah, uh, yeah, much like with COVID. Right, but it didn't stop there. Of course, they didn't think to wear masks. Uh, do I don't think it worked. Um, oh, yeah, it's too much. They didn't have those industrial strength masks like we got today. Yeah, so it eventually the cloud eventually started to stink like rotten eggs. Mm. Um, Mm-mm-mm. which is nasty. Mm-hmm. Undertakers Sorry. were completely overwhelmed with all of the bodies, and, like, they ran out of caskets, pretty much. What was that thing? Oh, it was COVID. Like, so many people were dying of COVID that they were just, like, in trucks. Yeah. In New York or something like that. Like, something wild. hello? Insane. Absolutely. Horrible. Um, so, literally, like... Day by day, like, more people are dying, and, like, Ugh. they had no There's idea. There's nothing you can do about yeah, it. Yeah, they had no idea what to do about, like, the environment that had literally turned toxic. Mm-hmm. Um, so people... Evacuate. Yeah, people did try to make, like, crude gas masks, but they were ineffective. I mean, evacuate. 
You just start trying to get people out. Like, you can't leave them there to die. Yeah. The casualties were pretty astounding. Um, over 150,000 people were hospitalized. And the death toll Holy ended up um, over 12,000. Jesus Christ. So that is a shit ton of people. Yeah. There weren't How any... did this even happen? Oh, we'll get into it. Oh my god. So there weren't um any accurate records kept for the number of animals that died, but they didn't even have like a house to like shield them somewhat. So pretty much yeah. any exposed animals eventually died. I mean, the repercussions of this, like livelihoods were ruined. You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. not only did people die, but like the aftermath, like Oh my god. Yeah, so like they would just find bodies in unexpected places because people were just like Dying. dropping dead. Yeah. Like in their that tracks. Is insane. Like could you imagine like the fog clears and it's just like yeah, dead bodies. So like it was so bad that like people likened it to the German bomb attacks during World War II. I mean, it's apocalyptic. Yeah. You think the world is ending. We are in Revelations today. Yeah. Like, so this was a pretty big eye-opener for um, the British government. You think? So, what happened? Yeah, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? How is there no wind for five days? Yeah, so basically, like, burning coal releases toxic gas like carbon monoxide and carbon dioxide. Um, and at that time, there weren't a whole lot of other cleaner alternatives. So... Firewood wasn't an option? We had to burn coal? I, I mean, coal was really big in London at that time. Yeah, I get it. But, like, uh, uh, what is an option? Uh, well, well, we'll get there. And okay. so the other, the other part is, like, nothing had been done because, like, London itself, like, the people of London, like, saw, like basically the pollution from all the coal as a sign mm -hmm. of like industrialization because there wasn't an understanding of like how dangerous pollution could be <laughs> this is bad yeah so they would you know see it and they were like yeah this is a sign that we're doing great i don't understand how we got to where we are today like i don't understand how humans have existed for as long as they have how we are the superior yeah. like <laughs> species <laughs> like i don't understand so, um, the biggest aspect of this great smog, though, was the weather. Um, yeah. Like, perfect conditions. Yeah. In that so sense. So, it was the, the rough combination, um, and, and pretty much mm -hmm. the, so the, the fog became toxic due to sulfates. Um. Okay. So, sulfuric acid was formed from the sulfur dioxide that was released from the burning coal. Um, and of course, at this point, nobody knew that like that was a chemical change that happened. Um, mm. And this event was unexplained for almost fifty years. I think it's wild that we are literally just figuring it out as we go as a species. Yeah, I don't mean like individual people just figuring it out day by day. As a species, we have no idea what's going on until it happens. Absolutely. <laughs> like so, modern scientists. Um, pretty much figured that the the natural fog was the catalyst for a change um you think yeah in sim like in the simplest term the combination of the coal smoke and the natural fog produced a moment for the chemical change with the you know sulfates um which made the earn the air turn deadly and that lack of wind 
kept that concoction over the city and allowed it to happen for several days. Yeah, chemical reactions can be dangerous. Like, you can mix, like, those, like, TikToks where people are mixing the cleaning products, like, in their toilet bowl, and they're just, like, on top. Have you ever seen Mm -hmm. those? I don't know. And they've got to be, like, for clout. Like, it's just product wasting, like, so people will watch your video and, like, Mm -hmm. comment on it or whatever. But it's just, like, they pour in, like, a little bit of Comet cleaner, and then it's, like, toilet bowl cleaner, and then it's, like, this, and it's, like, that. And it's, like, until the bowl is, like, foaming and full you're going to make a bomb in your toilet yeah that is one of the things that like genuinely scares me like you cannot mix chemicals like that Mm -hmm. like even at chicken express when i used to work there like they were like please don't put bleach like in any like either mop with just bleach or like don't mix it with like you can't mix certain things you're going to create a bomb when i'm picking out (laughs) like like, bathroom products i will only buy like bathroom products that have like the one thing so like right now we only use bleach in all of our bathrooms yeah because like then i can make sure that i'm not accidentally combining it with ammonia and killing myself by cleaning our bathroom because that's a terrible way to go right i do like scrubby bubbles in the bathtub and then normally honestly just clorox wipes on like the counters in the toilet is that gross should i maybe use like a real cleaner maybe well, I feel but... like those are a real cleaner yeah that should be fine yeah that's normally what i do but like if i do like it's like toilet bowl cleaner specifically for the toilet bowl i don't put anything else in it other than the toilet bowl cleaner yeah. and then i'll spray like my paper towel and like wipe the toilet like i'm not yeah mixing like i'm like y'all are psychotic yeah and so like that fog just sitting there like chemical reactions in a split second can make a bomb terrifying (laughs) so some of the lessons learned yeah um i mean this like heavily impacted people's health i don't understand how there wasn't any wind i'm sure people still like i don't i mean the 50s weren't that long ago people are probably still alive yeah yeah like I just, like, the repercussions after the fact, like, the cancers and stuff that that may be caused later on, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. And, like, people suffered from visibility problems um, and even, like, temporary blindness and breathing problems. Um, yes. And a lot of people died from asphyxiation. Yeah. That, I think, would be one of the worst ways to go. Like, not being able to breathe. Absolutely. And, like, everything shut down like ambulances and medical services were shut down like Mm -hmm. which eventually led to like more people dying like it was Mm -hmm. it was bad like real bad Um, gosh and i bet like feeling like you can't i'm like suffocating over here right now but like feeling like you can't breathe and like not having any reason to not be able to breathe like there's nothing covering your face you know what i mean and think about it with like evacuations if all of your public systems are shut down the only way you can't to be like, you can't have a successful mass evacuation because there's no way to get the people out. I guess I don't understand why it didn't happen sooner. Uh, like, so we'll get there. Okay. Because, um, like, in the first couple of days before the fog is that bad, why didn't we start getting people out? You know what I mean? So we'll get there. We'll get okay. there. Okay. Um, All right. I'm following you. So, basically everything was at a standstill, and in addition uh-huh. to that... There were also a lot more crimes because people were taking advantage of the fact that nobody could fucking see. Well, yeah, it's like the purge out there. Yeah. So this, like, it was, like, havoc, yes, for those, like, couple of days, but, like, also after. Yeah. Could you... (sighs) The purge is probably one of my biggest nightmares. Like, and could you imagine, like, being in a situation where, like, that's kind of what's happening? Yeah. Like... So... 
as I said before, like, the smog was, like, kind of not a big deal to Londoners prior to this. They were kind of seen as, like, an almost charming part of life. And um, people called... The smog was? Yeah. Like, the regular smog was seen as, like, oh, one of life's, like, blisses. Yes. And, like, the reason that, like, people didn't evacuate, like, the first couple of days is because they already had, like, smog like that, and they were called pea supers. Like, so it was, like, a like a charming, like, okay, like, whatever. So, bef- like... Look at the beautiful industrialism. Yes. Burn down those trees. So, nobody did anything those first couple of days because people were like, ah, oh, this is just London. I don't understand how we, like, got so caught up in, like, building things that we forgot about the trees. Yep. Right? Uh-huh. <laughs> the Lorax was ahead of its time. It, honestly, though. Yeah, before all of this, it was a sign of industrial progress and mechanical comfort in their homes. Um, people literally celebrated the black air and smoke um, as a sign of, like, success. Like, um, I just... I'm just baffled! Right? And, like... Everybody was kind of like, yeah, uh, we got pollution, but we also have comforts from the industrial era. Gosh, I just don't understand. So, of course, this pushed people to kind of reevaluate um, pollution. Like, how, how in that moment did we not realize that we're, like, killing the planet? Right. Like, how did that not spark bigger change? Yeah. Like, global change. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how it wasn't, like, eye-opening to everybody. How, when we were learning about the Industrial Revolution, did this not get brought up? Listen, I take lots of issues with the public school system. They just be leaving out shit that is very important to support whatever narrative. My dad is English, born in England. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. Spent the first, like, decade of his life in England and never once learned about this. Did not know this was a thing. Oh, yeah, well, let's just sweep this under the rug. Right? So when it happens again, we're not prepared. Like, w- what? Doesn't make any sense. And I'm sure there's a shit ton of stuff about that, like, like in America. Oh, like there's that, so much. That we just don't know. Yeah. Like, we just... So much that we're just not taught. But it's mind-boggling. Right? Because it's, like, it's almost like the public school system is designed to make, like, your government and stuff look better than it is. And, like, if it really is trash, like, we should know that. Like, yeah, so we can make a difference. Yeah, and, like, learn from those mistakes. It'd be like not teaching, which I think in Germany is illegal. Like, there are laws against it. There yeah. are laws against, like, Holocaust denying and stuff like that in Germany. Um, but it'd be like being in Germany and them not teaching about the Holocaust. Yeah. Like, that you open the door for it to happen again. Yes. Because you don't teach people, like, this happened and it's fucked. Yeah. Like. So, because of this, um, the Clean Air Act of 1956 was passed by Parliament. Um, It put restrictions. Let's go. Yeah. It put restrictions on burning coal um, and established smoke-free zones. Um, Those with coal fireplaces had to switch to an alternative heating system. Um, Again, I say, why couldn't they just burn wood? Ooh. Um, but pretty much, like, this legislation was kind of the beginning of the end for the coal industry, and oil and natural gas systems kind of started becoming the norm. Well, if I'm being honest, nothing about the coal industry was safe. From the mining oh, it absolutely. to, like, the using it, it's not good. Not like, good. So. Flawed system. Um, even with that new law, um, it was a pretty slow change, and, of course, like, not everybody could invest in like making that change um there was another smaller event in 1962 
that killed an additional mm-hmm. 750 people, which really only reinforced the validity of this law. Right. Um, but I get, but then, like, with the law, though, comes, like, when new houses are built, they have, like, the correct materials in them. You know what I mean? And eventually you do weed out all of the coal-using homes, like, yeah. over time. Absolutely. You know, and uh, pretty much, yeah, the, the roots of, of the change lie in the Industrial Revolution. Um, there were warning signs before this. Um, of course, from, you know, sustained factories to the black lungs that coal miners got. Um, well, it doesn't ever, it's never just the thing. Yeah. There are always signs. It's never just like, and then they killed someone. Yeah. Like, rarely does something just happen. Yeah, like, absolutely. And, like, of course, like, all of these problems were dismissed because there was a lot of money in the coal industry. Well, kind um, of the same way as it goes today. There's a lot of money to be made from mining, like, petroleum and gas absolutely. and oil. And I get it. But can we not look at the money to be made in, like, products that run on water? Yeah. Or products that are solar-powered. Like, would there not be money to be made in that? Yeah, exactly. You know? Like, um, let's look at the possibility there if we're only after the money. But, you know, um, so this was a, a big to-do. It was a big um, yeah. eye-opener. Clearly not big enough for it to be taught in public schools, but whatever. <laughs> Um, but yeah. Global warming isn't real. Fun yeah, right? Bite me. <laughs> the world isn't burning. <laughs> um, so, you know, it's, uh, it was a really tragic event. And, um, mm-hmm. fun fact, this is actually why a lot of houses in England, um, have, like, boarded up fireplaces, pretty much. Yeah. Like, bricked in we're like, we're not fucking using those anymore. Yeah, so... <laughs> It's funny because my mom was saying that, like, she went to England and, like, had always wondered why so many houses had chimneys, but they're, like, the fireplaces were bricked in. Oh, um, yeah. This is why. Nice. Because a giant smog murked everybody. And people were like, absolutely not. Never again. I, You know what? I would never light a fireplace again, too. I would never. Never. Literally use, I would rather freeze to death. Yep. Um, Gosh. So, yeah, that was the Great Smog of London. Uh, it was really Jeez. devastating. Um climate change is real yeah um pollution is bad did you watch don't look up on netflix no okay it's um i don't know how i feel about it it's supposedly like leonardo dicaprio has done a lot of work as like in the global warming movement i think he's very that's very important to him as it should be to all of us um but anyways he made this movie with a bunch of other people to kind of talk about like i think maybe a little bit the way covid was handled but also the way that we discuss like global warming Mm -hmm. like basically in the movie a comet is coming and everyone's going to die and nobody's listening everybody makes it political they're like nobody's listening to anybody like this comet is coming and at the end of the movie the comet comes and everybody dies yeah like and that's exactly what would happen (laughs) With global warming and stuff, like, it's satirical, I think. It's just, it, it's a movie for very specific people, and I still don't know how I feel about it right now. Huh, I might watch that, because I like a good it satire. Wasn't, um, it's not my favorite movie, but when you listen to, like, what it's trying to say, yeah. like, I don't know, I think it's important. Um, and then also, even weirder still, there is a side-by-side from that movie, like, it's got Jennifer Lawrence in it, she's doing an interview or something, basically a side-by-side from that movie and an actual interview in reality where, like, a woman is talking about global warming and they're asking her about the clothes that she's wearing, and it's almost, like, verbatim, like, side-by-side a scene from this movie, and it's actually something that happened in real life. Like, it, 
you have to go like it, you have to just watch it, oh and then you have to watch those two scenes together because it is it's mind boggling. Yeah, because that's exactly what happens. That's exactly what happened. She was like, the world is ending, basically, and you're asking me about the clothes that I'm wearing. Like, what? who the fuck like, are you? What like, is your problem? <laughs> Open your yeah, eyes! Like, that basically, yeah, it's just, I mean, it. you should check it out. It's something. Um, yeah, so moral of today, um, don't be a shit-stained terrorist, and uh, yes. pay attention to pollution. Yep. Do something good for your planet yeah. today. Plant a plant. It's the only one we got. Yep. Literally the only one we have. If we ruin it, there will be no more us. Yeah, and I hate to break it to you, but probably only the 1% is making it to space. It's... Yeah, and who the fuck would want to go with them anyways? Yeah, I'm not hanging out with Elon Musk. He seems like a weirdo. He's you know, trying whenever, to ruin Twitter for me. Whenever the many realize that they outnumber the few... It's true. That is when we'll be unstoppable. Yeah, we need some. We we need to take a lesson from the from the French, maybe. I mean, they can't take all of us. <sighs> I think we should burn the whole system down and start over. Yes, but in light of the topics we discussed today, um, uh, theoretically, uh, or I guess not theoretically, um, you can burn it down without literally burning it down. Yes, yes hypothetically, not hypothetically. Don't That's start fires, but also anarchy. Yes. Yes. No arson. Yes, anarchy. Yes, that is what we're saying. <laughs> cause a ruckus. Be gay, do crime. Yes, cause a ruckus. Cause a ruckus. <laughs> Get a permit to do your protest. I want to see what you believe in. Yeah. But also, don't be a shit state. Don't be, yeah, don't do it. Fuck that guy. <laughs> so, I fucking hate that guy. Oh, if you learned anything today, fuck Timothy McVeigh. Honestly. This is not a Timothy McVeigh appreciation no. podcast. You're right, Arthur. No, <laughs> it's not. But um, I don't know what they're arguing about, but they're arguing about something. Is that your kid and your husband? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those two are cut from the same cloth. That's why they argue all the time. They're the same person. I got two of them. And he wants a third? We're both terrified that it's going to be another him. Or it'll be a you, and it'll help you. That's what keep the peace. <laughs> so we're hoping it'll balance us out, and we'll get another me. But if we get another Arthur, I think I'm gonna have to give one of them back. <laughs> or you'll get a whole different combination, a whole third option that we're not even prepared for. <laughs> uh, should be good. Should be good. Love it. Yeah. Don't understand. Can't wait to see that play out for you. Yeah, well, probably like January 2024. We'll know <laughs> what we're looking at. Yay! Uh, I'm not having a baby. Anytime soon. Oh, that won't be when the baby comes. That'll just be when when we know if we're a house of girls or, or, even twenty twenty four. Yeah. Dang, we're never gonna be pregnant together. No, probably not. Rip. Unless Arthur does maybe actually convince me to have a third child, but mm. maybe Emily will get pregnant with me. <laughs> and uh, that didn't sound <laughs> correct. I. Listen, I know what you mean. You guys know what I mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, I guess we'll read you some socials because that's all we got for you guys today. Yep. Read you some socials like we don't just know them. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you can find us on everything. We are at your mom's a hoax. Um, we are YMAH on the tick. Wait, YMAH pod on the TikTok. Uh -huh. Um, You can check us out there. You can email us at your mom's a hoax pod at gmail.com. Let us know how you feel. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, that's kind of all I've got to say, I guess. What you got to say? Uh, <laughs> ditto. Overrate and review. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right and review us. Um, and, like, check out our TikTok. Send them to your friends. We've got, like, 86 subscribers. I'm very excited. Mm-hmm. Um, if all of you told one person about us, we could double that. Heck yeah, we could. So, um, but we love you. We do. And I guess we will see you next week. Heck yeah, we will. And right then. Goodbye. Bye.